Welcome to the Inspired Mind Podcast with Ella Victoria. Hi everyone, welcome back. We are into our first episode with a topic today and our first topic for the new season is going to be our ins and outs of 2023. Although I would kind of say that this is just like our ins and outs because we are well and truly into 2023 now, but I really, really want to do this episode because I just think this is such a fun thing to think about. And honestly, I think this could be a good time just to sit and think about your ins and outs if you haven't done it yet. And also just think about the ones that you set for yourself in January and if you're actually applying them since we are a few months into the year now. So that's what I'm going to get into a little bit later, but I want to start off the episode by going through and talking about what's been inspiring me lately. And I was having a good think about this and something that I felt really inspired by is my acting course I've been doing. And obviously just doing this in general has been such a big big thing for my own personal confidence, but that's not necessarily what I want to talk about in terms of what's inspired me. What I've found really interesting is learning about objectives. And in my acting course, something that my teacher has gone over a lot is how every single scene has an objective. There is a reason why that conversation is happening. And there is something that they're trying to get out of each scene. And there's an emotion and there's always only one objective. And it's been a really, really interesting thing to think about. And your scene can be completely different depending on your objective. So you can turn it into a comedy scene if you've changed your objective, or you could make it a really emotional dramatic scene. But anyway, this just got me thinking about everyday life and how every single interaction has an objective. And don't get me wrong, you don't want to overthink this and just go into a conversation and be like, hmm, what is my objective here? Like, that's not what I mean. But the next time you're in a situation where you feel a little bit frustrated, maybe take a step back and think about the objective. Like, what does that person you're talking to need right now? Are they wanting you to validate them? Are they wanting you to just listen to them? Or are they seeking advice? I think sometimes we don't stop and think about these things and we just immediately start reacting and going with our gut instinct, but we don't actually stop and think, okay, what does this person actually want? So that's just a small mindset shift, I guess, but it has made a difference with my interactions and it's made me be a lot more patient and also think about how I react to things and just understand people a little bit better. So that's just something to think about when you're in a situation that feels a little bit confusing Try and think about the objective. What is that person's motive? Why are you having this interaction? And what do they want from it? And I just think this kind of mindset can really break things down for us and just help us understand other people better. So that is my little nugget of wisdom that I wanted to share with you guys today. And I hope that in some way you can apply this to your lives because it has actually helped me quite a bit. But overall, I feel like this acting course has been the best thing for me. I've learned so much and it's just a really great course, not only to learn about acting, but It almost teaches you a little bit about psychology. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's like a psychology degree, but it really just gets you to tap into emotions and become more self-aware. And I just think you learn so many valuable skills from doing acting and 
building your confidence is something that goes a really, really long way. So I encourage people to do it, whether or not they actually want to go and pursue acting. I think it is such a fun thing to do for your own personal growth. So that is my thing that has been inspiring me lately. So anyway, let's get into chatting about my ins and outs for 2023. And you guys may have seen this trend before on TikTok, and that's where I first found out about this whole concept. I don't know if this is something people have been doing in the past, but I just wasn't aware of it. But I saw heaps of people posting on TikTok their ins and outs, and it was so fun to see and really got me thinking about mine. And it was just like a different way to set goals and set intentions for the year. So I'm looking forward to like looking back at this at the end of 2023 and seeing how I've implemented these into my life. I will say, yeah, these are kind of more like intentions over like actual goals, but I really, really like that. That's one thing that I love about TikTok. I love the fact that these personal development trends can become such a big thing and absolutely blow up and just reach so many more people. So I'm actually going to base the next few episodes around some trends that I've seen on TikTok that I really want to discuss. So first one being ins and outs. So I feel like this trend is kind of self-explanatory, but if you didn't know, the ins basically means what you're going to be bringing into the year and what is a yay, like what you're going to continue doing. And then your outs are the things that you want to get rid of, the things that you want to leave behind in 2022 and say goodbye to. So yeah, I've come up with a list of lifestyle and wellness related ins and outs. And I feel like so far I'm looking at them now. I feel like I've done a pretty good job of implementing them, but I really like this list. I feel like it's very, very wholesome and They're just really great intentions, like I said before. So let's go over my ins first of all. The first one is telling people I love them more. And I don't know why, but I've always found it's kind of hard to tell people I love them other than like my boyfriend. I tell Brayden I love him all the time, but I get like a little bit shy about saying I love you sometimes. And I don't know why that is. I don't know, that's obviously something subconscious but I really want to work on telling people how I feel more and just say I love you and tell my family members I love them more tell my friends I love them I think I get like a little bit cringy and I'm like oh I don't know if I want to say I love you you know what I mean but I just think words mean so much and I know when people tell me that they love me it means so much to me so (laughs) it's just a small little thing but I just, I guess I want to just express gratitude more and just express how I feel more. That's kind of what I'm getting at. Even just in my YouTube videos, I want to say thank you to you guys more, express how I feel about this community more and just show everyone how much I love them. I feel like that's cringy, but it's not. It's true. I do love people. You know what I mean? And I think that's a really nice thing. If we can all start expressing love a little bit more, the world would be a better place, right? Love over hate anyway. But I guess there's other ways to show people that you love them other than just by like telling them as well. I just want to lead my life with more love. I guess that's a good way to put it. So next up, my other in is solo dates. And in 2021 and 2022, I really, really focused on becoming more independent and I've made so, so, so much progress on this. I now actually go to the gym on my own, which was always such a big fear of mine. And I'll just do really anything on my own. Like if I want to go, I don't know, to a coffee shop, I'll go do it. I don't really do that very often if I'm honest, but I don't really have anything holding me back anymore. And I feel comfortable in my own company, which is really, really 
nice. I guess the main reason why I don't really do this all the time is because whenever I have a moment alone, I kind of feel like that's time where I should be focusing on work, but I need to set some boundaries and remind myself that no, sometimes I don't need to work. Sometimes I need to just go and recharge and spend time alone and do things other than literally watching TV alone. You know what I mean? Like get out of the house, go for a walk. And they're just small little things that I used to feel really, really anxious about. And so I've made some really, really big progress with that. And I'm sure I can delve a bit more deeper into that in another episode. But I just want to go on more picnics alone, go to the park and journal, just whatever I would do with someone else. If I'm craving it, just go do it on my own, you know? So this is your sign to do the same. My next in is listening to my body. And this is something that I've been working on a lot over the past year, especially in terms of my cycle. I personally am very in tune with my body and know that my hormones affect me so, so much. So if you guys didn't know, we have four stages of our cycle. We have our menstruation phase when we have our period. We have our follicular phase, which is the phase after. We have our ovulation phase, and then we have our luteal phase, which is about the week before our period. And for me, I noticed such a difference in myself in my luteal phase, as I feel like a lot of women do. My whole vibe, my mindset, my energy changes. This is normal as well, can I just say. This is something that a lot of women relate to, but When you start to acknowledge these changes, you can really start to work with them. So I've been really trying to plan my month around this. I know that not everyone has the flexibility of doing this. Don't get me wrong. And I do want to acknowledge that privilege that I have with working for myself. But to an extent, we all can kind of plan around this with, say, our workouts and what we eat and just be a little bit more aware of that. So I actually am currently on my period. And so the past week, I've been feeling quite low energy. And so I actually gave myself some time off of the gym and not saying that this works for everyone, but for me, I really need to slow down at this time and listen to my body because I know that when I feel like this and if I keep pushing myself I'm just going to feel more exhausted afterwards. And I think it's so important to let our bodies rest when we're literally menstruating. But that's not the only way that I want to start listening to my body more. Another thing that I really want to implement is more movement over like exercise. I've really, really noticed recently how stagnant I am in my job. And I sit down honestly a lot. I do a lot of editing and I really don't leave the apartment that much. And I really want to make an effort to move my body more. And I feel like my body has been craving that just gentle movement, like walking. So I think I'm going to invest in a walking pad, which will be really, really exciting. But that's something that I've been craving and my body has been telling me that I need more of because I find that when I'm just like sitting around, I get more sluggish. I get more tired from just sitting around. The next in is romanticizing the small things. Oh, I love this so much. And I feel like TikTok has really made this a big thing. I don't know about you guys, but I follow a lot of people on TikTok who will post lots of little moments of their daily life. Some people post like five times a day, which is crazy, but they'll just film little moments like making their coffee, going on a hot girl walk, running errands, cleaning their house. And when you list those things, you might be like, oh, like that's boring task to do, but somehow they manage to romanticize them and make them really aesthetically pleasing. But look enjoyable to do. And I know some of us are like, oh, errands, I don't want to run errands. But when I watch other people 
do them and romanticize them. It makes me want to run errands. So I really like TikTok for that as well. But it's really got me thinking about how I can romanticize little things in my everyday life and just make me enjoy those tedious tasks a little bit more. So I've been trying to kind of give myself like little rewards, if that makes sense. So if I have to do editing, I'll be like, okay, well, I'll make myself a nice drink while I'll edit and just find little things that make that thing a bit more enjoyable. It sounds so simple, but we forget to do it. We just get on autopilot, but there are so many different ways that we can make things just a little bit more romanticized, whether that's putting on some music while we're journaling, lighting a candle, listening to a podcast while you're at the gym. I feel like there are so many different ways to make some things that you might not find as enjoyable more enjoyable. Even for example, if you get the train to work every single day, some people might see that as a really like frustrating thing that they have to do, but I feel like you could find a way to romanticize getting the train, like get there a little bit earlier, go grab yourself a coffee, use that time to listen to a podcast or read a book, read some Colleen Hoover, use that time to do those things that you don't get to do normally. I just think we can find beauty in most things and it's just a mindset shift. And if we put in the intentional effort to make things seem a bit more romanticized, maybe we will be a little bit more productive and more motivated to do things. So that is a big in for 2023. I've then written down less consuming, more creating. And this is a big in for me personally for 2023. I think this actually applies to everyone though, even if you don't do content creation, but I feel like sometimes we can get so caught up with watching other people's lives and not living our own. And there's a fine line between doing that because it's really nice to feel like you're connecting with people online and watch your friends' stories and get inspired by seeing what other people are doing. But sometimes it can be addictive. We all know that and we can just endlessly scroll And so I really want to make the shift of trying to focus on just creating more. And for me, especially with my job, it is more productive to spend more time creating over consuming. And I think sometimes I will justify my consuming as, oh, it's just doing research. But really, I just like need to get on with the creating and, you know, the inspiration will come to me naturally over time. I don't need to sit there like constantly consuming. You know what I mean? And this applies to everyone's life because I don't just mean instead of consuming, create content. I mean, create your life, live your life instead of watching other people create theirs. And there's just a fine line. And I just like this small little mindset shift. And when you're conscious of like, oh, like I'm really consuming, maybe just go like, okay, that's a cue for me to go and do something now and create my reality that I want. So they are my ins for 2023 and just life in general. Let me know if any of yours are the same and what your ins and outs are for 2023. But now let's get into the outs. So the first one is feeling the need to justify life choices to people. And I think this comes with my job. But I have always felt like when people ask me about what I'm doing with my life, you know, even if people just ask me what I've been up to, I've always felt the need to really justify myself. And that's my own problem. That's not anyone else's. But I really want to learn to be okay with just giving them a simple answer and being like, oh, like, I've just been doing this late, like not justifying it, if that makes sense, and not over explaining my answer and just kind of tell them what's been happening honestly. And 
not overthink it. I don't know where this limiting belief has come from, but you are allowed to do whatever you want. Other people can have opinions on what you're doing, but as long as you're happy, as long as you're healthy, that is the main thing. Going off of that, I think another reason why I feel like I have to justify my life and what I do for work is just because a lot of people don't understand it. And I'll get a lot of questions from people being like, well, so how do you earn money? And I guess it makes me feel like I have to prove myself in some way. And I really don't. It's just a question. I don't need to overthink it that much. That's just something that I'm really working on. And I, moving forward, just want to embrace who I am, embrace what I do and be confident in it because I know that I'm doing the best I can. I know that I work really hard and I have a great life. I I love what I do and I wouldn't want to do anything else. So why should I have to justify it to anyone else? This next out kind of works with the previous one and that's overthinking. Overthinking is out. Like let's stop, let's stop overthinking and just get on with things. You know what I mean? Overthinking doesn't do us any good. I really want 2023 to be the year of thinking things and doing things. Like take action as soon as you think of something because that idea will float away otherwise and it will just become like another idea that you've put to the side. So I really want to stop overthinking things because you can always talk yourself out of stuff. There's always going to be cons to things. So I think as soon as you've had an idea, take action on it. Don't overthink it. I used to do this all the time with just posting anything on social media. I would overthink it and talk myself out of posting. And the only way I would post is if somebody else had validated me. So if my mum, for example, had watched my video and then she'd been like, yep, post it. It's good. Or if she'd read my caption and said, yep, that sounds good. But I've tried to stop doing that and just trust myself and stop overthinking. So that's the out. Next one is oversharing. And I feel like this is a tricky one when it comes to posting online because my job is literally to share my life. But as I've got older, I've really had to think about what I want to put out there and what I don't. And you don't have to share absolutely everything. Some things are best to be kept private. And I think only share what you feel comfortable with. And I also do this even outside of social media. I've always naturally been an oversharer with my friends and not even just my friends. I mean, people who I barely know. And I think it's kind of a coping mechanism, honestly. I think I overcompensate sometimes because of feeling anxious. And now that I've got my anxiety a lot more under control, I wanna work on that and stop oversharing, set some boundaries for myself because not that there's anything wrong with talking about whatever you wanna talk about, but sometimes I feel like I would overshare and then later on be like, okay, why did I say that? I guess everyone has their own level of what they feel comfortable sharing. But for me, I've kind of wanted to dial it back a little bit. The next out is procrastination. So like I was saying before, when I have an idea, I want to do it. This is the year of just trying new things and not overthinking and just getting on with it and just giving yourself a deadline. And I just want to get on with things and stop procrastinating. And honestly, if I keep procrastinating on something, I need to sit down and think about why I'm doing that thing in the first place. Like, do I really want to be doing that thing if I'm procrastinating it that much, you know? So that's definitely an out. The next thing is being unkind to myself. I really want to work on more self-love this year and being my own biggest fan because at the end of the day 
Your relationship with yourself is the most important thing. It's the most important relationship over anything. I think that working on this is invaluable and will impact my life in so many other ways. And I just really wanna pay attention to my internal dialogue and the things that I say to myself because your thoughts create your reality. So one thing that has been really helping is my affirmations that I've got on my phone that I set for the journaling club. So if you guys join the journaling club, you'll see those affirmations, but they go off every single hour and they just kind of remind me that I'm on the right track. And they're just some really nice like affirmations for me and yeah, I just want to be a bit more aware of how I'm talking to myself. And then the final out is comparison. Comparison is the thief of joy, as we all know, and we really need to stop doing this. And I know with social media, this can be hard, but I heard someone once say that comparison is just silly because at the end of the day, if you're comparing yourself, that means that you want that thing that that other person has. And you've got to sit and think, okay, If I was to have that, would I be happy to trade off something else in my life for that? You know what I mean? Like we're all on our own paths and you've got your things, that person's got that thing. And I guess if you're seeing them do something and you're comparing yourself and you feel jealous, take that jealousy as inspiration and use it to inspire you to do something else. But sometimes we can feel comparison and we actually don't even want what that person has anyway. So it's honestly just a pointless emotion. So a mindset shift that's helped me when I feel comparison is to sit there and think about what that thing is that I'm comparing myself to and go, okay, well, would I rather have that over this in my life? And just think about the trade-off that I'd have to have to have that. And that mindset shift really helps me, but I did just want to remind you all that there is room for everyone. If you see someone doing something or you see someone in a life stage and you're comparing yourself to that, Use it as inspiration, like I said before, and know that you can get there too. It's honestly just wasted energy. And if we spent that time that we spend thinking about other people's lives on ourselves, we'd be a lot better off. Anyway, they are my ins and outs for this year moving forward. I do have a little quote of the week, which I want to do moving forward. So first of all, we have a new year is not just about starting something new. It's also about putting the past behind along with the tears, triumphs, and regrets. It's about clearing up mental space for new adventures and knowledge. So be an empty cup and fill it with gold. I really like this quote because I guess it just makes us think about not just what we want moving forward, but also what we want to leave behind and I think sometimes with goal setting, that's something that we don't do. But you know, sometimes to make room for new things in your life, you do have to let go of other things in the past and just put them behind you. So I really like that quote. And then the other one that I have here is, the universe always replaces what exists in your life with something bigger and better. Don't be stuck holding onto the past or resisting change. Welcome new energy. Let go of what needs to be removed there's great blessings in surrendering and allowing. I love this quote so much. It kind of goes along with what I said just before about making room for new things by letting go of the past. And it's so, so true. I guess letting go of the bad energy will make room for good energy to come in. So I hope those quotes inspired you guys a little bit. And I really hope you liked this episode. I had so much fun going through 
the ins and outs and just chatting with you all. If you did enjoy this episode, please consider subscribing and don't forget to leave me a rating and a review. I would absolutely love to hear what you have to say and even send me a DM. Let me know your thoughts. I would really, really appreciate that because this is a podcast, so there's not really like a comment section or anything. So chatting to you guys and just hearing from you either in the review section or my DMs just would mean so, so much. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. And I would love to also hear what your ins and outs are for the new year. Spend some time having a think about it, but I love you all so, so much. We're working on saying I love you more (laughs) and I will speak to you in my next episode. Bye.